say hi. Yay! Can you guys hear Jason? Can you hear? Did you hear him say Did you hear me? Yay, they did. Okay, he wasn't here. You didn't see that. Ha 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 ha! Tickle with you. everybody and welcome to a very special big brother over the top postseason interview with the person that we all say wins so he wins jason roy hashtag jason nation if you guys want to see any of these shows back you can check them out over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bbott flashbacks are at slash bbott flashbacks if you're watching this on itunes five star rating and a nice review youtube thumbs up and subscribe lastly if you want to help uh, support our shows consider becoming a patron at yourrealitycaps.com slash patron, weekly patron shows, uh, access to the patron-only Facebook group, questions to reality stars, and so much more. It's what helps us keep bringing you guys these shows all year long. You can also do a one-time donation at yourrealitycaps.com slash PayPal or subscribe right here in you now. Now, before I bring Jason on, I am very excited to tell you all, guess what the number one fan is winning on this show? The number one fan is getting... A 10-minute Skype call with Jason, and we'll also be giving away autographs, too. So make sure you thumbs up, share the show, friend, whatever you people need to do, but you do it and you fight to be that number one fan. Now, without further ado, the leader, the king of the Jason Nation, it's Jason! Hey! How are you doing, Jason? I am doing great. Thank you. you. How are you, Eric? I am doing so super great stalling and refreshing the You Now room because people said already robot voice. But (laughs) I am doing wonderful. (laughs) I am doing wonderful, Jason. I just want to get one thing out of the way right off the bat before we hear how you're doing with everything. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Why did you burn down poor Shelby's house? <laughs> Why did you burn down Shelby's house? You're burning down Shelby's house. You're raising her social security number. And people really don't appreciate it, Jason. So why are you doing that? People really don't appreciate it at all. You know, I think that it's all like, I, to me, I like laugh at it. And all my girls back home just like laugh like, oh, that's Jason. I understand that a lot of people didn't like comments like that, but a lot of people don't live in a game scenario where they're surrounded by their mortal enemies every minute of the day. So it's really easy to be um, nice to everyone on the outside world, but when you're very sick of people's faces, it's not so, and you know what, at least I have like creative insults. Yeah, and everybody does it. I'm getting out of the way. Everyone does it. Everybody in that show does it, which is why I do not understand why people seem to take it out so hard on you this season. I mean, it is what it is. I knew coming in again, I said coming in, that every day in that house is just a little bit more rope to hang yourself with. So I knew that I was not going to have... um, as much as a positive reception as I did last time. But that's what I signed up for. I'm not there for a positive reaction. I wasn't there to have everyone think I'm so nice. I was there to win. Now, granted, this is OTT where I guess being nice actually helps you win. But, you know, I was playing classic Big Brother where it was not about being nice. It was about, you know, doing what you got to do to get that money, honey. So would you say then that that was a mistake 
playing a classic Big Brother in a season that you knew America was controlling. Well, this is the thing. I went in even knowing with America, well, I didn't know, but knowing that America had control, I was still like, I'm going to be myself. If people liked me before for being myself, I can't, like, switch it up now. There's a lot of players that go into this game, and they play America on a normal Big Brother season. They're playing who they're, what they're saying in the diary room. They're trying to stay in good. And a lot of people this season did that. They played America. They went to bed every night at 10, but they made sure that they seemed prim and proper and beautiful and didn't have anything, no one could say anything about them. So, technically, they were doing great PR with America, but I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm on some real shit. Like, I'm on some roller skates. There's no way that you're gonna, um, like, you know, I'm gonna censor myself because America's watching. Because then you're not really giving yourself to the Big Brother experience. Are you really a hamster? Are you really, you know, get, being forfeited to the experience? Not just the game. If you're that concerned about what the outside is watching, what they're seeing, and how you're portraying yourself. I completely agree. So, Yanisa wants to know, as a BB historian, what do you think of the aspect of this season with America having so much influence on the game? I mean, I think it's been interesting. It's totally something different. It sort of um, brings me back to all the foreign um, BBs I watch because those are all very public voting based. So it was sort of like the perfect hybrid for me because it's it's the versions that I love from the other countries with the real version. Our, our, well, I, know, I shouldn't say the real version, but like the game that we have created here in America. So it was good to be like part of the game, but also kind of in this weird bubble of not knowing what was going on. It made it very interesting, but um, it made moves um, either harder to make or like made for you. We mostly always voted out America's nominee because it was like a move made for us. Um, There was a lot of, there was a lot of different ways you could play it. And it's definitely um, interesting, but do I think that it should, you know, maybe take over our real format? Oh, hell no. No aspects of it. What I did, what I think is probably the best aspect they could bring to normal Big Brother would be something that does not really affect the game, gives a little glimmer into what America is thinking, but not really the end all be all, which would be have America choose the have nots. America should always choose have nots because without have not comps, now we just have everyone volunteering to go up. You don't really get any game or anything from that. So you're actually going to get more of a shock and awe and more of like a good TV product if you at least made America vote for the have nots. It gives something for America to do every week. It gives a little bit of glimmer into that. And people will use that as strategy. Right. So you you weren't a fan of live DRs. Like, I wouldn't mind live DRs being in a regular season. I think live DRs were cool, but we ho- we were hoping they were going to get cooler. We were hoping by the end of it, we'd maybe all have different questions, and maybe some of them would be from fans. And I think it, it was a kind of repetitive to go in there and have the first question always be like, so how has your strategy changed? And some strategies in there are, forever changing and they change in a day but some are basically like no I'm just trying to lay low and be quiet so I'm sure for a lot of people had nothing to say on that first question for the first five weeks or so so it is a little bit like I think live DRs could use with a little bit of tweaking but it is cool and it is cool to um be in there that way because it's it is different than a normal live DR session is so it's kind of nice that America gets a little of a glimmer and a shot in 
I liked it, but I think it very much also led to um, when you knew America held all the power. Yes. You're basically just using it to campaign. It was to- a campaign 10 minutes. You went in there to campaign. I mean, I went in there and begged America to do absolutely everything. I was even like, make Whitney a have not on her birthday. I don't care. Like, I was down in there campaigning, but that was your place to do it. And, but I mean, you could always pull a Scott and you could just walk around at 4.30 in the morning and knowing that they'd have to be airing you. But I mean, that just made him look crazy. A lot of people uh, asked me this all season, and this is one of the things now I want to get your uh, answer to. Okay. We heard you tell a lot of people, the feeds aren't on right now. Oh, the feeds aren't on right now. The feeds aren't on right now. And people wanted to know, was that strategy on your part? Or did you really think the feeds weren't on at those points that you said that to people? Um, I know that the feeds can always be on. So part of that is me just throwing information out there that may be correct or not but in that house you only see so many cameras and as a feed watcher i know that a lot of the times it is one far away angle and one you know zooms up on faces so if we didn't have any camera that would have been like a far away angle camera looking at us we thought oh well you know we're not on and um being there i know that everything is watched all the time but even from being there last time, everything is not watched. There's lots of moments in there that are missed because they're right. paying attention to something dumb that's going on in the bathroom while some great shit is happening that no one's paying attention to. Some stuff is too quick for them to switch the cameras to. And like me, our baby powder fight, is that anywhere? Because we were running past cameras that I'm like, the people on the switchboards would not have even known where we were running to next with that baby powder. Oh, yeah. I believe we saw Baby Powder Fight. I believe we saw Baby Powder Fight. All right. I want to tell everybody two things. I want to tell everybody two things really quickly, because apparently when they were having robot voice, everybody was super confused about what the prizes were. So I'm going to remind you, remind you all again. Look, Jason with the phone. The number one fan on this show is getting a 10 minute Skype call with Jason. And Jason also is going to do um, autograph too for uh, the number two person. I bet I could send him two and maybe even do it for the second there person and and i'm going to let everyone know as well jason is on you now so you want to also follow jason here on you now also it's at the j roy right it's Uh, at the j roy yes perfect okay next question jason and now a lot of people i'm not naming you guys specifically a lot of you asked the same question so now this was my biggest complaint not complaint you blew my mind only twice this season jason but a lot of people yep why did you target alex on that double eviction or was it before after when you targeted alex and got alex out why did you go for alex when you knew that was leaving morgan Morgan. in on a season when you saw the care package be the most important thing week after week. Yes. Why, Chase? I'm crying. Well, now. you know, when America hands you a gift like Alex, we sure for, for sure took it. I mean, I that was something I wanted to use um, down the line and say, listen, I got one of the best competitors of the season out of here. It was sort of like my, um, my kill or like, I don't know, hope hunting quoted quotes or whatever the hell but it was sort of like that was the big duck to take home so i definitely wanted to have her in my roster as that's who i got out with my hoh but i did say to the rest of the jamboree actually 
the night before, so Tuesday night, right after we, we had just put Morgan up, I say, guys, I just don't want us to get our blinders on. I know that it can easily happen in this game, but should we consider not sending out Alex? And basically none of them were even willing to hear that, and I didn't have a vote at that point. But I, as a constant game player, was always thinking, I even thought that once we backdoored Morgan, that Alex would come and, and play the game. I was actually disappointed. I mean, it makes sense now that they're sisters, but I was disappointed that she didn't come into me and say, okay, listen, yep, you got us. What do we do now? What do I do now? Because it's got, like, I. you always have to fend for yourself in there. And if it's you next to your grandmama and they, your grandbaby, you got to plot so that those two are getting voted out and you stay. So I was sort of waiting for Alex to come do something and then would hopefully had been able to convince the rest of them, like, maybe we should. But, I mean, we watched care packages be very important and we weaponized them. But we also watched some care packages be like sort of like throwaways that didn't matter. Like as much Shelby's really didn't matter. It really didn't help her none. Mm -hmm. uh, Scott's really didn't matter. It really didn't help him none. So we never really knew. And plus... Uh, we still had a lot of people on our side of the house that were eligible to receive care packages that we thought definitely would. Like, I thought for sure Whitney would have gotten one. I thought for sure. You know, we had a few people, Whitney, Justin, and Danielle, all waiting on their care packages. So it was a little bit like, are we that afraid of this one girl's care package? Because she was the only person left that could have received one over there. But, I mean, it is what it is, and it certainly made for a interesting double evict. It certainly did. Now, speaking of your uh, late night jamboree people, okay, yeah. mm -hmm. they're all here, Jason. Uh, yeah. We have Shane, Danielle, Chrissy, Mike, George. Everyone is in the chat room watching. They're all cheering you on during this show, Jason. Just, I hey. need to. Now, I have a feeling I know why Chrissy might be here, because I'm afraid of robot voice, so I'm not gonna... I will make it look pretty in the edited version, but for the moment, uh, I have a fan question for you, Jason. Okay. Okay, here it is. <laughs> hey, bitch, it's me. I miss you, hooker. My question is, when are you coming to visit? And also, could you and would you never... <laughs> when are you coming to visit and could you and would you never uh chrissy wants to know i love chrissy i need to plan a trip there i mean uh i have a little bit of time now if you really want to know where jason's life's gonna go i'm probably gonna use this money and move across the country whether i'm gonna move to chicago whether i'm gonna move to where the sunny sunshine state of california i don't really know yet but um, I'm definitely going to go stay with Chrissy for like a week. And we're just going to have to plan it. Um, I mean, I don't know what she's doing for Christmas. But my family, I don't really care about their Christmas. So maybe I'll just go up and go away. Okay, so I want to be very clear. You have a lot of free time. You're not busy. It's, yeah. You're not dating anyone. Not yeah. Your time is free. Okay, great. I have one more follow-up question okay. um, from Chrissy. All right, Bill. I have one more question for you, Hooker. Hey, buddy. So the question that I've got for you is, when the fuck are we going on a date? That makes me sound like a stalker. <laughs> it's George, Jason. George wants to know if you want to go on a date. And oh, I we're definitely going on a date. You are? Where, where are you going? 
I don't know. I haven't really spoken to droids yet, but I'm going to. And when I'm there, we're going to have a grand old time and see what, what happens. Um. Uh, so I put that through the translator and he said he would like to go on a nice Paris vacation or to see England, George, and have a spot of tea on the other land. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help out with that one. Um. <laughs> so, yes, George, Chrissy, everybody, all of your late night jamborees supported you all season, Jason. And I think fans loved watching you guys all play together and watch you guys all play together in a way that you all genuinely uh, cared about each other. So yeah. you got a lot of people just telling you, Jason, we loved watching you and the Late Night Jamboree all play together. Well, thank you. We were really a organic group. We say the whole time that we were defaulted together, but really uh, organically at our core, we're probably a lot more, well, I mean, people are going to scoff at the, for me saying this, but we're more like probably like the caring people. We actually probably have a little bit more soul than the rest. So I think we were just all defaulted because we do like care about each other and I love my people. I love my people from my old season. I love my people from this season. I mean, I love the people that even aren't my people, but um, we are really a tight-knit group, and we got a group chat going on right now, and it's lit as fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I hear. Oh, believe me. Uh, we know about group chats. Now, I got to ask you this question. I want to get this out of the way. As okay. you know, uh, Leslie K. English, one of uh, Reality Recaps people, was the one who definitely coined uh, hashtag Jason Nation okay. and started making that a thing this season. Everybody wants to know how much you cried when you watched your fan video. Um, I'm not a crier. You cried a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was very touched. I did well up. And I had a tear deep set in somewhere in my head, but it didn't come out because I sniffled it back with my soullessness. And but it was so nice and so sweet. And I wish that um, I'm going to have to I need to watch it back a few more times and like get everybody that's in it so I can call everybody and thank them because it's a lot of, you know, it's real friends, Internet fans, BB fam people. So um, it's nice to see so many um, different faceteds of my life like pull together for something. And, it, you know. There's, you need to see the second one too. There's also a second one, which is all just your fan pictures. Because we got hundreds of fan pictures. We couldn't even fit them all in that video. There is another one that's just all your fan oh my pictures. God. That you have to check yes. that one. Uh, you have to definitely check that one out too. Here's a question over from uh, Twitter. Yep. Uh, Robbed Jason wants to know, so now Jason, which version do you prefer better of Big Brother? A summer version or an OTT version? Um, Summer classic Big Brother is everything that I've known to love in Big Brother. Um, but OTT was was nice because it was this shorter version. I mean, it doesn't really feel that much shorter. But when you think about it, like 67 days is drastically shorter than the normal season. So it makes me kind of wonder what it would be like to even be in that long on a normal season. But I granted, I did like all together with both my seasons, kind of like a normal season length. And but I had a year off in between. Right. But um, it's just. Uh, I love classic summer BB, but I do think that there was a lot of great new ideas that sort of came out of OTT. And we've also seen all these new basically types of comps that are way scaled down from what we would see on summer. But it sort of shows that like 
you could like play this at home or like these comps don't have to be that complicated. They don't have to spend $9 million, put 400 trees in the backyard for a comp because it's really about like doing the comp and it, not the bells and the whistles around it. So it was kind of nice to be in like a not bells and whistles season and just like a, no, we're going to build the comp and it's not going to take 45 hours. It's only going to take six. Right. Um, by the way, uh, I want to say a special shout out to all the haters in the chat room. Thanks for being fans, everybody. Thanks for what it really helps us out with you being here. So thank you. Um, I'm letting you stay. I learned that from George. Uh, okay. Um, let's see how quickly you can fire through some of these questions. Okay. What was your favorite comp and least favorite comp? Oh, favorite comp. Uh, the ball one, Chrissy one was super fun. Uh, and the one that I won that is like the Frankie Ball comp, just because like the this the final HOH, like those ones are cool. That's like a classic one. The other one, the one Chrissy won's kind of like a classic one. Least favorite, probably when we were hanging or like tossing a scabies around. Oh God, right. That's well. Yeah, we're gonna remain positive. Uh, <laughs> uh when you were doing the last one, which I thought I had a picture of here. Oh, I do. When you were doing the last one, I knew you had that in the bag because I feel like all the gays of Big Brother do amazing on we this. We do do good at that. You, Frankie, Shane, like yeah. all of. Do amazing. Uh, Brandy wants to know, do you, oh, a lot of people want to know this. Do you think all the negative uh, talking about Justin the last week yes. cost you his followers voting for you? It's one of I your mean, top questions. It's, it's possible. I mean, Justin described it as everyone in New Orleans, which I don't <laughs> think that this is the Olympics and everyone from a certain place is voting for everyone. But yeah, I'm sure obviously you're always going to lose people's fans along the way and I was a, a defender of Justin the whole time but also plotted on Justin the whole time I don't think there was like one live DR where I wasn't in there going well eventually I'm going to vote out Justin so um, I don't think any hardcore Justin Stan was ever going to be in, on my side irregardless ir if I was not speaking about him or not. But I mean, he really did piss us off that last week. We had done everything for you, man. And then you're going to come and like spit in our face. And it's like you, I don't know, I'm not one to play with. So I don't mix my words. And if you want to start with me, I'll definitely go like so you haven't talked to Justin postseason? I haven't talked to anyone. No one wants to talk to me. I've only talked to my Jamboree people. So I don't know Justin's number. I don't know his family's number. If anyone does have Justin's number and has mine and wants to pass it along to him, it's. but I'm not going out of my way. Like I said, I had all my BB friends already. I Everyone I made this season was bonus. I didn't. None of them had to like me. That was not the aim. So um, am I going down there and seeing him? Although he likes my girl Chantel, who he doesn't know what she looks like yet, but I've described her and I come home and she likes him. So if Chantel wants to go have a good old time, maybe we'll go down there just for some dig. Justin, memories of when you guys were friends. Yes. <laughs> Justin, is he's a good guy, but like I didn't even really see him at rap party or anything. And then I was locked up and not out with everyone. So I really haven't, Talk to Justin post it all. Okay. Um, I want to move over to your favorite moment. One of them, Cracklegate. Uh, <laughs> How much of Cracklegate actually got aired? Mm, 
Not much. I did not watch any of the recap shows because I was watching it all live. We had to watch them live. I okay. I did not, but I know that it, you know, I know that it got the, I know that it made air. I know that a, a chat room is saying a lot, a ton, a lot. So uh, yeah, it definitely um made air. Do you it was think fun to do? So it was fun. Yeah. Do you feel like both sides were into it? Because I kind of feel like both sides were into it, but now after the fact, I hear you know the other side. Oh well, they're not in. They're not into anything now, just because they're like too good for everything. So you know, even people tell me they came out and like respected my game until Shelby came out, and then everyone was you know doing whatever Shelby wants. So um, I but it's all irrelevant. I don't really care what everyone's saying or like how they feel or whether they were into it or not. They were super into it for one day, the first day that they realized. But um, yeah, I don't know, and I I. They can act like they weren't into it, but there was good three weeks there that they got to the storage room restock before I did, and they took all the old crackles out of the bag. So it can look like it was just me doing it, but um, everyone was playing Crackle Wars. I feel like everyone was playing Crackle Wars and everyone loved it. Now, I should have said this before yeah. we passed over the Justin, uh, the Justin topic, and I don't yeah. know if you've seen this yet, but a fan made it for you. <laughs> What would happen if you and Justin switched? Now, speaking of... Justin looks great. I just look scary. Well, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, such a, it's, it's weird. It freaks me out. It does freak me out a touch. Um, everybody said, and I was one of the people that said this all season too, mm-hmm. you and Shelby, to me in the house. Now, I do feel differently since Shelby is out of the house. But I felt like when she was in the house, I told everyone, I don't understand how you can love Jason and hate Shelby or hate Shelby and love Jason. I was convinced you two would be best friends outside of the house. But clearly, no, well, not so much. I'm willing to be friends with everyone. I've said that. I don't think Shelby would want anything to do with me because she does take herself very seriously. And the comments that I made, I mean, a lot of them, were not nice and seriously hurtful to her I'm sure so um she's not gonna want to like be my friend but that's that's okay I didn't go like I said I didn't go in there to make friends but me and Shelby um are similar and that's probably why we do dislike each other because we are very similar so that is that's part of the irony of everyone that acts like I'm too mean or crude or whatever, and she is not at all because we are really quite similar in everything. Well, she ba- she didn't basically. I mean, I, I'll just say I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure I have this dead on correct. Is she wished cancer on you and then yeah. said, "I hope that you lose so that you can live out the rest of your life in your mom's basement." Ha ha ha. I don't really know what that's more or less mean than things that you said. I mean, I think it's word choices to people. A lot of people uh, just think like, okay, that's fine. And I said things like burning down houses and social security numbers. I think it's when I was using swear words and I, you pull out that C word and, you know, you, you lose people immediately. But that I still didn't want to um, censor myself because... I'm me and I'm going to hold my head high and say, no, I was me in that place. I think the last day of it, when you do press, I think a lot of people that I spoke to were wanting me or expecting me to just say sorry and that all I should do is apologize and that's the right thing to do. And I'm not saying that I'm not sorry because I don't 
hate Shelby that much. In those moments and in those days and when you're playing that game, I was fully immersed in the experience, in the emotions. So obviously, um, I it was coming from an, a place of honesty. So I don't want to then backtrack all my honesty and say, oh, actually, I shouldn't have been that honest because the PR answer is this. No, I'm going to stand behind all my foul mouth statements because I think that is the right thing to do. I'm, would I have made them again? I mean, probably because that's me being me. I mean, even in a season where America has to choose, I did not want to become a dribbled out marshmallow, watered down version of myself because I was trying to stay so unproblematic. I was called problematic last time. I knew we were going to be there again this time. It ain't nothing but a thing. But yeah, I don't think Shelby would want to be my friend, but that's on Shelby because everyone that does know me, obviously you had all the alumni and stuff. Half of those damn people I hated on their damn seasons. They hated me on my season. You don't know what friendships on the outside world are like unless you actually give them a chance. So um, it is what it is. That's why I really thought that you guys would all be fine postseason, but, and sorry, you can all hate me, I think that, um, it seems like it's all still super personal for the other side of the house. They seem to be, like, everything is so personal to them well, still. I mean, I think even, I don't know, people on my side don't seem to be taking it personal, but this is these first times these kids are dealing with any of this. I've sort of been through the ropes before where you don't take everything personal and you just know, okay, I guess I'm, you know, an internet personality at this point and everyone's going to have an opinion and you just take it with a grain of salt and keep it moving. But um, I think that especially some of these girls, they're young they're going to get like real mixed up in it real quick and take things very personal. And that's where like for their own sanity, they should be trying to steer away. Like as you've seen, I haven't really been on social media. And that's not because I, I have way more haters now than I used to. It's because I don't have time for like putting that much energy into it. Um, because I don't have the emotional part that's going to bring, keep bringing me back there and go, oh my God, what are people saying about me now? My emotions are removed. I'm getting back to life at home and loving it and trying not to, you know, think about them or, you know, think about the game or rehash. But, you know, it's not so easy. I'm, I'm just fresh out as well, where a lot of these kids have been out. They've watched it. They know what's been said. I haven't watched anything. So for me, maybe I will, um, I'll clearly have my comments when I am watching it, but I'm I'm proud of myself of where it all ended up. So um, maybe that's also why I'm at a, like a better place emotionally uh, about it. Okay, uh, Lori R wants to know what do you like better, oh. Misfits or Late Night Jamboree? What was that? I, what, I miss. What do you like better, being referred to as Misfits or Late Night Jamboree, or it doesn't matter to you? I think my favorite was the OG Jamboree or okay. just or just the Jamboree, which was just me and Chrissy. Like we just kept purging people off. Um, I think the Misfits thing is pretty cool. I mean, last year I wanted to be the island of Misfit Toys. So, um, I mean, the Misfits thing is it's fine with me. It's funny to see it with the band logo and stuff. Um, I think the fans can call everybody whatever they want to call them. I think the Misfits is um, more of like a trademark 
thing though Probably. because we've had i mean we've had like well you know i'm sure and in the show i'm sure we couldn't be called that because it's like copyrighted but it's a bit more like better branding for all of us because i mean we've had you know the late night this i was in after dark crew we had fucking lnc late night crew in season eight and stuff so we've had sort of plays on on that but it always started at the jamboree, which is funny because that was a word that I just threw out the first night. Not even thinking like this is going to be an alliance. It legit is just my favorite word because it's spelled so strangely. Right. And um, but yeah, I'm down with whatever they want to call us. I think the misfits thing is cool. Um, Chrissy had your back since day two. Yes. Now, I also want to say, uh, going back to what you said for one second ago, I heard on the show or the Periscope Chrissy did the other day, she brought up a great point, which is probably just common sense. And I don't know why hearing someone else said it, it really registered with me is like, you guys have been around for 28 some of you 30 years big brother is like two months out of your lives or mm-hmm. even three like it doesn't uh sum up everything that you did nor is it something that you guys really need to focus on all of the hate surrounding it when it was just such a blip on the radar don't comment on that chrissy was your <laughs> chris i'm trying to get through some of these uh chrissy was your ride or die since day two yes. uh when would you say she became your ride or die or was she not um, I knew on day two that um, she was probably going to be my closest person to being a Devon or something. So I definitely um, scooped her up then. But I was constantly playing the game. I mean, I would have had other final twos. And poor Chrissy girl, I love her to death. And she defended me. And But she knew what she was doing, though. She had to keep her, you know king in the game or her queen or whatever it is and um she was my queen but i definitely was touching a lot more things on the board i was not as concerned with um protecting her as i was protecting me where i think some of these relationships like me and davon um I'm, I'm, I won't be Scott and fall on the sword for her, but I was definitely would have been looking out and playing harder for her. But I think Chrissy just had it. And um, I knew that she was sort of like a sleeper agent that a lot of people were not going to be like paying attention to. I knew that she would be around for a while. So um, it made sense to hitch it on to her. So and we have a great relationship. I could not have picked a better person. Um, I mean, I obviously love Danielle, but Danielle was more of an endgame threat for me. So I never was going to go that far with her. But Chrissy was perfect. Okay, I'm going to throw all of these kind of into one big ball of you to make whatever kind of statement you want to make about. So basically, you're... What you're getting the most questions about is viewers of the show kind of felt like they were misled a little bit with the uh, care package that Morgan got. We felt like the rules weren't clear, which also then kind of came off of mirror gate of people feeling that Shelby getting a second try at that competition wasn't necessarily fair when they felt like you had already won it. Mm-hmm. So what are you what are your thoughts now on those two situations between Mirrorgate and the care package? I mean, 
I don't really know anything about them. To me, they're just conspiracy theories at this point, and no, none of us work there and know what's going on. I wasn't on the feeds and, and timing people's mirror runs and stuff, so I really don't know. But um, I do have faith that um, it is a fair show, and they will do as much as they can to keep it a fair show. So I have faith that um, it might be more conspiracy than truth, but um, it is what it is. I mean, I can't dwell on um, on anything like that because that's dwelling on negativity. And I've dwelled too much on negativity in the last two so months or whatever where I've just been being negative and feeling with negative people and talking negatively that, like, I am just, you know, on my namaste shit. What did you used to say in the house? I was like, who's this, Jason? You would, like, lay in bed and you would be like, positivity, tranquility, <laughs> self-awareness. I was like, do we need to make a shirt or something? Is, is he trying to give us a message to make sure? Did, did you really kind of prepare yourself going into that house to have some sort of a mantra? I think, I think seriously, what you said was like, you know, um humility and oh i was probably reading stuff that was from my mom's letter um she just wrote like it was basically justin's like thankful grateful blessed but it had the, it. but it had the word humble in it which um i always feel like is a good word i came out last time um i think a lot of people let some of this go to their heads but i've always just remained ratchet ass jason and kept it cute and kept it humble so um, I was very humbled to be voted back in by America, and I just want to always stay humble. So, you know, that was definitely one of the words that I was going to chime on in there because I did feel like I was so thankful to be there, and America didn't have to vote me in. Speaking of Ratchet Jason. Yes. Why did you not say tequila? <laughs> oh, my God. Neely's ignorant wig. Davon told me, why did you put on that wig? There's pictures of you everywhere in that wig. You know me. I was. I had a good old time in that. And like I've said, I never really cared. I'm not someone who knows that this... I mean, I know this, but I'm not someone who cares that this is going to be screenshotted. This is going to be on the internet forever. When you Google your name, you're going to see this picture. I don't care. You can Google my name and see me in a picture in a ratchet wig or with my, like, hood by air necklace on. I don't even care. Um, I had a good time. And I, so you got to entertain yourself in there. And sometimes you entertain yourself with a really ignorant synthetic wig. I, I loved, I love Millie's wigs. I am sad that they took a lot of her wigs. Apparently they did. there was a lot more Neely wigs that we missed. Um, to see them. Uh, I think she, yeah, I, I feel like she said she was going to do something with that, but I don't remember now. Um, Zach G wants to know if you had the choice. Yes. Would you... Would you have chosen America to vote for a winner mm -hmm. or would you have rathered a jury? So let's pretend you did it because a lot of people ask yep. this. Let's say you didn't know they were going home and they were they could have been sequestering those people. And yep. they said to you at final three. All right, Jason, it's up to you. Do you want a jury or do you want to let America decide? What would you have picked? Um, I mean, that's different. I mean, it, I mean, when would the new thinking, okay, well, how big is the jury? When did the jury start? Who's the first person on it? You, you think jury management, which it, which is where a lot of people said I went wrong with America mm -hmm. is I should have been managing them like a jury. But instead, um, I thought that was fake because that is fake. 
Um, so I just did not do uh, management with America. I just continued to do me. But um, I mean, would I be making final fake a fake final five alliances with a jury? Probably not. So um, I probably would have um, picked America. I'm not really sure. I mean, I it was nice to see on finale that so many of my people were like were supporting Jason. But the other side of the house was always larger than us from day one moving on. So if they were all in jury, just like that had most of the hand most of the hands on stage, you know, went up for Morgan. I'd lose. I lost Cornbread and Monty and all those people that were never even really in the game. They were there for a day and did nothing. But um, all those people are still always going to roll with those girls. And plus, I mean, everyone's going to roll with these girls. I'm actually surprised more alumni wasn't supporting the girls because they know they just want to sleep with them. <laughs> oh, so um. <clears throat> About the war that you're having uh, with... Oh, I'm having a war. <laughs> about the war that you're having with uh, James. Uh, oh, that's a war? No. It, well, I mean, I took it as a war when he was favoriting tweets that called you a fag. But how do you feel about Jason? Uh, I mean, James postseason. It is what it is. Um, I said what I wanted to say about James. I'll say what I want to say about him again. I really don't have any thoughts on him right now because I don't know what's going on in his life because I've been busy. Um, I'm not out here in these social media streets doing fake engagements for intention and stuff. So I don't really know um, what he's up to, but I just know that I'm good over here, honey. That was a prank. They always play pranks. It had oh. nothing to do that it was finale week of the other Big Brother and everybody forgot about them. Um, okay, here, oh, here is, uh, let's go back to your, I mean, final five. I know that you touched on it, your fake yes. final five. Yes. Um, so you did it because- Do those girls really believe this? Oh See, my God. I have seen this. Oh, they, they really believed it. Like the second I a, you- I need an acting degree. I need some awards because I was not even like, no, that's how you tell we're on Junior Varsity Big Brother because real Big Brother players would be like, this kid's lying out his ass right now. A lot of times um, I feel like, well, after that, then no, then they didn't believe you at all. But like when you walked out of the room, they literally did the slow like, oh my God, we're all staying. Which was when I on this side went, Jason. Because <laughs> then America had their little sweet blonde girls and bad old Jason was breaking their heart for funsies. All I wanted you to do, like, I, I mean, it's very easy to be on the outside watching, but I was like, Jason, all you had to do was just say, like, I'm doing it to drive a wedge in between them. Like, just don't say for funsies. <laughs> just, just don't say it's for funsies, Jason. It was it was for funsies. You and know. the people that watch this show know that that's what this is. This is for funsies. Even when people are crying, this is a game show for money. And I had to entertain myself. And that's how I felt, you know. We did not have very many much power in that game. We were constantly on the defense. So when you get a leg up, you wanna you wanna celebrate a little bit, and that's exactly what we did. Now, is it the nicest thing to do? No, but um, were were they be being so nice when they were voting people out? No, we are all doing the same thing. We're all there to plot on each other and vote each other out. So. Um, it's the pot calling the kettle black with saying I'm too mean to that. Or you know what I'm saying? And, and what do you say to the people that say, like, uh, then that cost you $250,000. Well, was it worth it that that, that, that they... 
I don't think that caught nothing. Not one one specific thing can be like this is the thing that cost you it. Like there is lots of things that I've done, but I look at it like I I got all the way to the end of that game, really playing like I didn't have America's help, and luckily they did help me out quite a bit with the care packages and whatever. But um. I was playing it like it was normal Big Brother, so it is what it is. I don't want to ever say, oh, well, I could have won if I only would have done whatever. I'm very happy taking second place. Call me Danielle Reyes. Who loved you all season, by the way. I love her. All right, let me ask you this now about the care package. It was very debatable on the outside of the house whether uh, your fans were helping you or not helping you during the season, where I know that your fans were trying to help you. I kind of came from a standpoint of, I felt like the other side of the house, for whatever reason, seemed to be controlling every vote. So, when it came down to you getting Mm co-HOH, the argument was at that time, uh, do we give it to Jason to keep him safe this week? Like, knowing that he's safe this week, but in giving it to you and knowing that you would be safe that week, it also meant you couldn't play an HOH the next week, and there was no POV. Mm -hmm. So, is there any way you can think you could give an answer to what would you have really wanted in that moment? Like, if you were going into it and you didn't know the way it ended, would you have said, I want to fight for my life in this game next week so don't keep me safe this week or keep me safe th- this week when i could maybe go home i mean it all the, i know i was up there on shelby's target list i don't know if i would have been her main person to go after that week or not but um it it it, it all worked out i guess but it is weird to think about um but then you're also thinking okay well then what care package would they have given me or saved for me or so um it is what it is it just all worked out and um i mean i use that as one of the weeks where i was able to actually really make some moves in and really play the game hard so i was happy to like have that opportunity and to steal it away from shelby was even more like in the house we felt like even if it wasn't to save me or to help me it was um for like a TV factor of Jason and Shelby hate each other. Let's have them share a bed and share a room and share a shower. And um, I think a lot of people were probably voting me for Shelby's reaction, not because they were actually trying to keep me safe, but because they know this is going to be crazy TV. This girl is going to flip the fuck out and Jason is going to be like, he needs it, but does he really need it? Um, But I mean, it is what it is. I say you didn't need it. I Mm -hmm. say Justin uh, was definitely the target that week over you. But I'm so, I'm going to just bring it back one more time. So, (laughs) if you had the, you're in Big Brother. Yes. And you had the chance to be safe one week and not be able to play at all the following week, would you (laughs) take that deal? So someone was like, Jason, you get to be safe this week, but next week you can't play for anything. Is that a deal you would want to take? No. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm right. Suck it, everybody. How much I got attacked for that on Twitter. Sorry. I mean, it, it's sometimes in there you are just fighting for one week more. But um, if you are a good player and can do the social aspect and create backdoor deals and do things behind the scenes, then you could probably save yourself that first week and be able to compete. And you know what I'm saying? So there's no really telling, but a real good game players would always um, skip the safety. I agree. Uh, speaking of games and playing games, you yes. talked about it sometimes. A lot, a lot of the house guests talked about it. Do you feel that any comps were... Uh, specifically favoriting uh other people none specifically that i can come to mind with <laughs> i think that every comp that they've ever done um is specific for different um body types people types skill types um i noticed that last time i was in big brother i definitely noticed it this time um the thing is, you can't, like, wrap your mind around or you can't, like, believe, like, oh, well, you know, they're doing this because it's this person, that person. I mean, I kicked a cheerleader and a gymnast ass on a balance beam veto. So regardless of if it seems like it's in someone's skill set, if it seems like they'll be good at it, it doesn't really, you know, mean anything. So it, it is what it is. A lot of people loved my favorite comp watching you in was the uh the Halloween one. Oh my god, I can't wait to see this. It is just you going into rooms going like this. Don't you don't no. Oh I see you don't no no I know you answer I mean no. That's all it was. That was just you going into rooms doing that to people and it was hysterical. Uh Jet Setter uh wants to know uh, what do you think of the self-proclaimed superfans, Scott and Alex, who played personal inside and outside of the house? Well, I think that you can easily get lost. As a superfan, you get lost in your emotions in there. You can get lost in the game in there. I think Scott was just a bit lost. I don't really know what's happened on the outside. Obviously, I know they went on a campaign trail trying to villainize me, which they, you know, you didn't have to work that hard. I am a villain, and I'll wear that cap very proudly. So um, it's it's on them. I think that they did get very lost in the game, and I, especially as Alex, I found um, Scott's a, Scott's a Wikipedia super fan. He knows all the facts and all the whistles and all the but. Um, maybe doesn't know how to play, where that's the super fan that I was the first time I went in. But I learned how to play, regardless of the, the knowledge I had. So now I was thinking that Alex was a bit more of, you probably have all these knowledge and facts, you remember all this stuff for sure, but you're not going to let that run your game, and you're going to do what you have to do. And, um, yeah, I... I thought she was a great strategist, but she kind of ended up disappointing me out in the end because she should have done something to stay over Morgan or make us flip on. Like, they should have done something. And when you lay down and die is when you easily get scooped up and sent home. Uh, I agree. Janice wants to know, were you surprised how much of a divide there was in the fan base between the two sides of the house? Um, you, you know that with the divided house, they're definitely going to be a divided fan base. But I think a lot of the times in Big Brother, we see more, you know, 
the friendship versus the sovereign six and we see this one versus we everyone sort of picks a side or in my season people really liked like my side of the house and hated like the sixth sense or whatever um I mean, it is what it is. You, I knew that there was going to be, obviously, a divide in the public. Those girls, of course, are not going to have no fans. But, um, obviously, you're always hoping that, um, you know, the fandom loved us or whatever it is. Which is, it's kind of irrelevant on who they love. But, um, for a while in there, we thought we were absolutely hated. When we were getting care packages week after week of Shelby and this person wins and then we're... You know, Neely's America's Nom, and then Shelby gets a care package, and we're like, damn, yo, America does not fuck with us. So, um, it does cause paranoia in that house, and it's interesting, um, aspect, but, yeah. Uh, dance- I don't know what the beginning of the question was. Uh, you're good. <laughs> dancing Amy wants to know, uh... Hey, Dancing Amy. Were you actively throwing comps, winning only when you needed to, or did you just suck at the, at most of them? I just sucked at most of them. Okay. Yeah, no, um, there's certain comps that I knew was not the most important, but um, I was, I'm never like an outright thrower. You're never going to watch me like ridiculously throw something. So um, yeah, I was definitely trying my best and it just wasn't meant to be most of the time, but that worked out for me. Giselle, uh, BB17, who you shouted out several times. I did. Wants to know... What yeah. do you think of Nicole winning Big Brother 18? Oh my God, I didn't know any of this. Like, I am just figuring this out, or we kind of figured it out in the house. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I w- had strong opinions about Nicole on Twitter before. Um, it is what it is. I think that from what I had seen of the season, I would have preferred Paul to win. Mm-hmm. But um, Nicole was playing she did play a lot so at least if there's one little glimmer of of whatever i can put into it is that i would still find her out to be maybe not the most deserving winner but a deserving winner she's not completely it's not like we handed victoria the check so um I good for her. You come back as alumni, and that's got to be. I I mean, I experienced it firsthand. It's a tough spot to be in um, with newbies, even if you have three alumni to help you out. Um, but I, I good for her. I wish her all the best. Okay. On that same note, uh, DJ says, "What do you think of all of our favorites coming in second or third? Vanessa, Paul, now you. It's really frustrating to watch Big Brother." Well, I would like to tell you, go ahead and watch some of those foreign seasons. Because the person that wins is never the person that you're rooting for. It's never... Get, get, welcome to Big Brother. The person you want to win is never going to be the person to win. Um, and that it, that's just... is It is it is what it is. It, that's why it's a show and, um, and not a popularity contest. This year kind of has been a popularity contest. And um, yeah, it, it, I mean, and it is what it is. Maximus Mom wants to know, how excited are you for Tiffany Pollard being on Celebrity Big Brother again? And any plans on covering it with anyone? 
Well, Eric, I didn't know this until you just spilled that tea right before this. I didn't, I don't, I have been in, in, I've been away, so I don't know about BBUK, but I am thrilled that Miss Tiffany Pollard will be back because she the baddest fucking bitch, and I will sure as hell be covering it for you if you want to, because you know I'm going to be watching it, honey. Okay, I think we'll, well, we'll talk about that. I'm willing to do it for you, Jason. I'm willing to do it for you. Let me ask you this. A ton of people want to know, uh, would you ever play Celebrity Big Brother UK? Because a lot of people are well, saying you qualify now. I don't qualify. I'm not a celebrity, though. Um, so there's that. I'm more of a civilian type series, which I would take because I love BBUK. So I would love to experience um, their experience. And, you know, if I could be a professional Big Brother housemate and just like cruise around to all these houses like Pamela Anderson does, then like I'd have a, a great old time. But um, yeah, I don't think I'm quite celebrity caliber for them. I'm no like Spidey or Tiffany. Come on now. Spidey also playing again. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother. That's Spencer and Heidi, yes. yes. Uh, Sharon, uh, Destiny, a lot of people asking. Okay. You've gotten to live your dream twice by yes. being on Big Brother these past two years. Mm -hmm. What are your plans for 2017? Okay, 2017. I'm probably going to move. I'm going to take this money and not just move out of the basement, which, uh, you know, everyone is like, yes, yeah, not enough money to get out of the basement. Yes, it is. Check your bank accounts, bitch. I have plenty of money now. Um, <laughs> that sounds Do like Do you terrible. have it now? Yeah, I, yeah, I have my money. Okay, they paid, good. They okay. paid me, okay. honey. Just making sure. Oh, maybe we yeah. could talk that. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I am going to probably move across the country and possibly... Try L.A. Um, it's at it's at the point where being out there twice, I have better networking with people who actually have some clout in the world and, you know, know people in this business. Not that I'm trying to get into the business, but, um, you know, Meg is working in casting now. There's, you know, there are so many different ways to go. And clearly, if I just stay here... I'm just going to go back to the same old job and the back to the same old everything. And yes, I'll have a fatter bank account, but like, am I going to like ever have more of a progressive life? So I need to just pick up my stuff, move, go where there's actually like hot dudes and um, try to like live my life and thrive. So I'm definitely going to take this money and move with it. And where to, I'm not really sure, but we're definitely going to figure it out. But that is my 2017, is Jason Leaves Massachusetts. Oh, now I'm sad. A lot of people are saying take Jeff's job. And a lot of other people are saying, Jason, promise us that you'll do one lap, you'll do an East Coast thing, a meet and greet or something before you leave the East Coast. Oh, I'm not leaving yet. Yeah, I probably won't leave until February or so. I I don't know about meet and greet things this year. You know, I, last year it's a little bit easier. You had people around here or Meg was in New Jersey. And um, if I was to plan one, I think it would just be like me, which I'm like. Oh, I, I, no, it wasn't. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, I don't know other BB we people to call that might want to hook up with and do a meet and greet, but if not, I'll just tweet a bar one day and you just come see me, like, I'm, I'll be chilling. 
We'll talk about it after so we don't have to waste time on this. But I will let you know, I have emails from, oh, at least 100 people asking about a Jason meet and greet. I also know the Jamboree people keep saying they want to come to New York for a meet and greet. Tell them so- to come out. We'll do something in New York. I would love that. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Where is... Uh, Ed Rizzo wants to know, with America's Impact this season, yeah. which was one of the biggest problems for you as a player in the game the third nominee the the have not or the vote to evict what do you feel was the biggest wrench in your week out of those three well obviously the largest of all of those is the america's not one vote is just just one vote but the america's nom thing was massive we used that every week if we had to um whether it was for us or against us but um I think that that is the most powerful one and the one that was the most undependable or I don't undependable. So not the way you say that. Um, but like the have nots, you'd sort of think, oh, that might be who America's nom is, whoever was highest on the have nots. And it made it definitely interesting. But I think once the America made their nom, we could basically always depend that America would vote out their nom every week. So we that wasn't hard to predict. I think who America was actually nomming was hard to predict. Have nots. It's just part of Big Brother. You deal with it while you're there. But it's not it's never going to highly affect the game aspect uh redheaded michelle wants to know what surprised you more sister twist or shelby being a lawyer Ooh, um i knew shelby was smart but i didn't know if she was like that smart and you know there's a lot of smart waitresses and smart party girls and smart whatever shelby was trying to portray herself as so um, I definitely knew that she was smart from a lot of these comps and stuff, but I didn't know that she would be that smart. Um, so maybe that is probably a bigger shocker. I mean, I couldn't tell the the girls apart for the whole first week. Like it was deja, deja vu for me. Like, of course, I'm in here with like these two same looking girls. And I didn't understand why Alex had a hat on her picture yet never really wore hats. And, you know, I was like, why are they trying to I thought they were trying to make Alex look less like Nicole, because when she puts her glasses on and doesn't have a hat, she looks just like Nicole. So I was like, okay, they want to make sure that everyone does not think that Nicole's here again. Let's put a hat on her. But it was really to distract away from the girls. I think that it was interesting. I'm glad I did not chime on it this time like um, I did last time. And really, it, it worked into some of my gameplays because I, you know, I, because they are sisters, I basically forced Alex to throw Whitney under the bus to me, which then we could use to flip Whitney our way. So um, it, it, it worked out just dandy. I think neither one of them are two major wrenches in my game, but it probably more shocked about Shelby. I mean, I don't know. Both of them were shocking, but... What was hugely shocking for me, uh, yeah. and Allison XOXO Feedsters wants to know, well, is first saying, uh, congratulations on stopping smoking. You, well, you ran out of cigarettes before the halfway mark. Bless yes. your heart. Do you think that negatively impacted your game? So did your stopping of smoking in the house negatively Ooh. impact your game? Um, I mean, at the beginning, smoking was probably a negative impact on my game, meaning, um, 
you know, the girls and the, the health freaks want nothing to do with you and feel like they can't relate to you. I think the last half of the game when I wasn't smoking, I was very focused because I didn't have any distractions. But, um, yeah, it definitely wasn't diff- – it was definitely difficult, and I'm sure it didn't help with, um, you know, some of my mouth and the comments and the way I'm perceived is, um, yeah, I was stressed out and quitting smoking. I don't know if you know anyone that's gone through quitting smoking, but you're not going to be the most, you know – nice person all the time so uh it was definitely difficult and probably a hindrance but i i don't have the money to go there and just have like four thousand dollars worth of cigarettes meet with me so it is what it is and see here's my whole thing i don't feel like the patch is quitting smoking you're just changing how you're getting your nicotine getting in, exactly i mean it's not really so i don't know if you want to answer this question but yes. how are you doing on the not smoking I'm smoking. Yay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not smoking like I used to smoke. I'm not like Mr. Chainsmoker. But um, especially since I've been home, all my friends want to take me out and have drinks. And, you know, so I'm in a very social, social smoking bubble. Um, But who knows? Even moving across the country, nobody smokes in California. So if I go there, I will be like the last smoker on the earth. So um, I definitely have shown myself that I can quit mm-hmm. and it can be done but um you I have mean, to have if, a support group around yeah you. right and it, who knows like if i would have won i probably would have been like i don't need cigarettes but coming in second place i was like okay i'm having a go like let me have my pity cigarette like not that i need pity but you know like let let, let a bitch live his life i uh <laughs> allison xx sofita says basically i'm smoking so i can't judge you uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to remind everybody, because I see a lot of people saying, Does, is Jason on you now? Jason is on you now. It's at yes. the J-Roy, the number one fan on this show, and I would say we have about 20 more minutes left, um, is going to win the uh, 10-minute Skype phone call with Jason, and we're going to have Jason autograph some stuff, too, for you guys. Uh, Kelly uh, MBA2 wants to know, if Danielle was still in the game at Final Four, okay. would you still have taken Chrissy? Uh, yeah. You would have still taken Chrissy. Well, I mean, it... Okay, if Danielle was still in the game at Final Four, like, then the week's nominations before would have had to be, like, like, there's the interchange of is Justin not there or is Morgan not there? But um, I was always going to pick Chrissy because I did not play the most loyal game throughout, but I knew that I had to show that there is a loyal bone still in my body and I was just trying to play. So Chrissy was um, the person that I was always going to show that I was actually loyal to her. Um... I may not have always looked out for her so, so, so hardcore, but I was looking out for me. But yeah, no, I would have always brought Chrissy. And I mean, then Danielle and Morgan could have gone at it in that thing. And it could have, you know, it could have been me, Chrissy and Danielle in the final three. So that probably would have been a better scenario for me. But I was definitely always going to pick Chrissy. I felt like I could beat her um, with my stats in the game. And um, and she was my friend. So I was going to stay loyal to her. Uh, uh, <laughs> which fight were you the most mad in? You versus Scott or you versus Shelby? I think I'm, well, uh, I think I'm more mad in me versus Shelby. More mad at you versus Shelby. Okay. Uh, yeah. Modest Vixen wants, oh, I was God. disgusted with Scott. I was, but like everyone was disgusted with Scott where with Shelby, like, honey, it was early in the morning and I just had to snatch a wig. Speaking of... 
people that I find disgusting. Uh, Modest Vixen wants to know, how shocked were you or have you not heard how hard Evil Dick actively campaigned against you all season? I mean, I've only heard basically like a blip of it if Evil Dick doesn't like me. I know Evil Dick doesn't like me because I, I didn't agree to do his show back when Seventeen was on. Because um, he sh- gay people. <laughs> I mean, I, I think the irony of it is Evil Dick acting like I'm too mean or something mm-hmm. when he was dumping iced tea on people and burn, you know, po- poking out cigarettes on their hands or whatever the hell it is. I mean, I've always respected Evil Dick's game. I love his season. I think it's an interesting season. I love Danielle. Um, not that they even like have any relation, but it, it, I, I think it's just ir- irony coming from him to try to act like, you know, a martyr now or something like he's he's oh the sweetest guy and i'm i'm a terrible angry gay but oh well like he can say whatever he wants and the thing is i agree in the game i respected his game and the things you did are things that are done inside the game and he does a lot of horrible stuff to people outside of the game like the kalia picture for example so the internet is that's right and that's the irony of all of this i have a lot of people telling me every day that i'm vile and all this stuff but then you read the comments that they are sending to me or that they sent to danielle or they sent to chrissy and they're sending to the other side of the house i mean not the other but my side of the house and it's like oh were our comments that bad you know i had someone who um as everyone knows i'm a sexual abuse victim i've sort of talked about it a little bit and i had someone basically pull that out and thought that was an okay thing to like shade me with and um that's fine like i'm good but it just shows um how how memories are so short or how some people are not self-aware enough to say, wow, I'm doing everything that I think these people are doing. I hate them for doing it, but why? I'll just do the same thing because it's the internet. Uh, Dancing Amy, and I also see uh, a lot of people actually were a part of this, and they want to know if you've gotten it yet. Uh, Your group card. I see a lot of people... Somebody sent me something about a group card. No, I don't know. I'll make sure he sees it after the show, everyone. It's apparently in your um, email, and it is a card that um, all fans, I think, uh, signed for you or put messages or notes. Oh my god, Um, I'm gonna have to find... I have not even really looked at my emails. It is in your email, and over 300 people signed it, and they all keep saying it in the the chat room, so I will well, make sure if you look at my email thing, it's 8,105. Oh, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Rub My Belly wants to know, what was your most favorite moment in the house? Ooh, I don't know. Um, maybe watching it back, I'll like, no. Um, pro- maybe the Night Crackle War began because it was just petty jamboree and uh, me, Justin, Chrissy, and Neely just having a good night. Um, my favorite moments are always the moments that probably don't get any airtime or have any game relevance. There, That's when you're actually really bonding and having fun with people in there. Uh, were you surprised, Erica Renee wants to know, were you surprised how, how the many fans have supported you this season um, as opposed to the first time you play uh, for example, Jason Nation was trending on Twitter. People made there were way more memes of you, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. What did you think of that this season? I mean, I'm thankful for it all. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily expect that um, 
but I was I I received a lot of love last year too. There was the Save Jason hashtag, and you know, like so. Um, my people go hard, but that's because I think I'm a relatable person. I think that people do identify with me, and I identify with them, and I actually spend time to talk to the fans back. You can send me a snap. I try to reply as to as many as I can. You know, I'm actually out here humble and, you know, relatable and open and accessible. So, um, fans are always going to love me because like, I'm one of them. Just like we all say, like so many of these kids are not going to watch Big Brother again in their life. They've never really watched it. They've only played it and I'll, I'll be in these streets forever. So, it's great to see all the love that I've received. Sometimes you're like, I don't like deserve this or understand it or, but, um, it's, it's good to know that someone out there, um, maybe even through all my, all my trash mouth comments, people out there can actually see that there is a good person in me. So, um, and that's what I think Jason nation is. It's a, we've got a bunch of good people, but we have petty catty mouths and I love them every second for it. Well, Leslie, um, K English wants you to know that, uh, hashtag Jason nation has plus size hookers too. And we need shirts for them. Hashtag chunky loving. Okay, girl. Okay. Uh, BB Personal Assistance wants to know, with your experience now on two seasons of, um, I was going to say of Celebrity Big Brother, of Big Brother, what is the biggest lesson you learned? Wow. Like, life lesson? Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. Um, Wow. Uh, I don't know if I could pinpoint it into being one thing. I mean, maybe it will take some more time of everything, of all the dust settling to pinpoint it into one thing. I think I've definitely, um, both times, it's a maturing experience um, for sure. Uh, And it it, it makes you deal with others differently and how you see people in general or how you try to... um, you know, a lot of us try not to judge each other at in, in real life at first, but, you know, you really learn even more in there. Like, I thought that me and Whitney were going to be like, oh, no. And I love Whitney to death. So I think you definitely learn that um, sometimes your first impressions can be way off and your own perceptions can be way off. But um, they could be also spot on. So it's just it's just social things about about life. And um, and probably it's probably made me more independent as a person. I'm. I'm, I'll go and do me. I'm, I was fixing my car and did it all myself and all types of shit. So, I mean, you kind of answered it, but BB Princess wants to know, is there anything that you would do different? I mean, a lot of people are asking, is there anything you would do different? Um, I think that that is a, um, a shaky bridge to walk on. Um, if you play the what if game and say, well, what if I stepped on, you know, this plank and not that plank and this plank and not that plank, would I would I have even been at the end or come in second place? And um, clearly for, for for me to win, let's say if I was so, so, so close and just couldn't get there, for me to win is where I really lost people are probably the comments on Justin last week and my comments on Shelby. I'm never going to have a Shelby fan vote for me regardless. Even if I was nice about Shelby, none of those fans were going to vote for me. So it kind of is what it is. So I guess... It's not a regret because I don't have any regrets. There's nothing I would really change. I mean, maybe if I was toned down in those moments, I wouldn't have lost as many votes as people. But like, did I have those votes in the first place? We can't really say like I lost anything because it wasn't my like it wasn't my game to win or my game to lose. Like the whole time I felt like I was literally at an equal ground with everyone. It did not seem like it was wrapped up for me and I was definitely winning. So, um, 
it it is what it is. I think it all worked out. And, and it, you know, I think it's, it's a learning experience for everyone. This is our first OTT. And now, you know, it, things will go down in history of, okay, let's make sure America doesn't be a bitter jury. Or let's make sure that we don't let this person win because they're speaking like Jason. Or let's make, you know what I'm saying? It will, it will go into BB history on how OTT is played. Do you have to um, really watch what you say if you're trying to win? Or was this year just sort of a fluke because it was what it was? And an election year. And I think everyone's tensions were super high because Every- of that. Yes. KK uh, Whitting wants to know, if you had to play the game as a pair with one of the plastics, not including Whitney, (laughs) uh, who would it be? Um, Well, I I spent the most time with Morgan, and she was actually a lovely girl the last week. I mean, I've definitely heard things that would not always seem like she was the loveliest girl, but I think that she was nicer. I think me and Shelby would be a kick-ass pair for TV. Like, if you want to watch some craziness, put me and Shelby in a house together again. But um, I would most want to play with Alex, and that's what I was trying to do. That's why I wanted to remove Scott, so that I could um, be Alex's Scott, or or so to say. Um but uh, so I would pick Alex because I think she um, is, does have a strategic mindset. Um, I think she's boring as all hell, whether that's um, because she was so nervous about the cameras watching her or, you know, that everything's out on the Internet or she actually is that boring. So um, I don't know if I could really play with any of them because they all go to bed at 10 p.m., but uh, probably Alex strategically I really liked your dance number that last day when you and Morgan um, did the, you you didn't do a dance. You were just happy. I was was going to say, did we dance? No, I just told everyone that you did. Um, uh, Mom of Twins, uh, one of our updaters, wants to know if BB ever brought you back and it was like a heroes versus villains season. Yeah. We know you what think that you're. We know you think you're a villain, villain. Yeah. But if you could pick the team you wanted to be on, what one would you pick? Oh, I'd be a villain. I'd be a villain. Because you want to play on Amanda's team. <laughs> oh well, that would actually yes, because I love Amanda. But no, because um, this is a villainous game in general. Um, no one in there is actually a hero. We're all terrible people ready to tear off each other's face for a check. So um, I think that that's where, you know, people can get a little bit mixed up of, oh, they're like, oh, they're the villain. Everyone is the, like each other's villain in there. Um, I never thought that I was a the hero or a hero. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you know, this is a villainous game. I, there was a lot of people on my side of the alliance um, that are very religious and brought that into the game with them and said, like, faith will guide me and stuff like that. And um I'm not religious, good for them, I, like, faith, do, do you, but, um, it made me think, like, does, does God really support this game? This is, like, the epitome of everything that religion will tell you not to partake in, not to be a part of, um, so you might as well play it the villainous way, like, uh, you can go to confession later, boo. Uh, Seattle Jen wants to know, the live feeds are unedited. Do you think that adult feeders picked apart the things you said because they couldn't attack your game 
because it was the best in the house. So all they could do was criticize your words. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't I wouldn't say that's because that's the only thing they could do. I mean, you could try to take apart my game if you wanted to. Um, but my my game was solid. I was in there really hustling these this year. So um, it is what it is. You got to People are going to find any reason to tear someone down. So, um, of course, they're going to like chime on what I say. You know, at least I gave them something to say. I didn't just go to bed every night. So um, at least there was something to be said. And, um, you know, it is what it is. And like, look, it, trust me, no one's paying me nothing, but they're still talking. You know what I'm saying? So let them all still talk and be in their emotions so badly about about my mouth because like I'm good. A ton of people wanted to know, is there anything that surprised you when you got out of the house? Was there anything that you mm -hmm. learned? And I don't even necessarily, it's like, sure, something in the yeah. house, but also just in the real world too. I mean, it mostly just the real world stuff of coming out and actually seeing videos of riots and um, hearing about the killer clowns. <laughs> Probably the, the, the killer clowns. One of the events was in my city. Oh, One of the events was in my city. Mm -hmm. So, People around here were really into the killer clown thing. Is that why you want to move? No, 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 no. <laughs> you can maybe add it to the list, but no. Um, so yeah, probably all outside stuff. There was um, the last week we kind of just aired a lot of game stuff out. So there was really nothing that anyone's like, oh my God, it was not like Vanessa last year where everyone had to tell me like, she's got $4 million, you know? Vanessa, who loved your game, by the way, I talked to Vanessa a lot this, we talked a lot this season about your game. Yep. She was definitely supporting you a lot this season. Good. I love her. Um, all right. I want to say this because uh -huh. first of all, you, you seriously, everyone's losing their mind. I know that you have like a thing that came up and that you need to go. You have tons and tons of questions. Do yes. you think, Jason, mm -hmm. either or, one... You will go on you now and do another answering of fans, or do you think we can figure another time for you to come on and answer some more questions? Call it a part two. Well, we could do both. Okay, great. So here's where I want to start. Number one, Jason. Yeah. Uh, Jason's name on you now is at the J Roy. So you're gonna want to mm -hmm. make sure that you follow Jason there. I'm going to say by the end of Jason doing his one-on-one uh, -on -one with all of you in a second, that's when we are going to announce who the number one fan is winning uh, the phone call. But that being said, Jason. Yes. You have thousands, and I'd like to point out plural of thousands, of people watching you live right now who are loving you, who have supported you all season long. Yes. So, Jason, what do you want to say to uh, your fans? Uh, oh, my God. Jason Nation, America, Hook is... I love all you guys. It is so nice to be back and um, receive all your love. Uh, I so appreciate you guys, and um, I appreciate how much you you guys all love and respect this game like I do. And um, it that that it is what it is. Um, how this has all turned out, but all the support and love from all of you um, makes up for it. I think that um, we we as Jason Nation have have won together because we may not have won the big check, 
But um, we let it be known that um, we're not to be slept on. We're not some jackass from BB-17. That he actually knows how to play the game and played it better than anyone. And, um, you know, I'll, I, I'll be Hillary Clinton of Big Brother. I will be Danielle Reyes of Big Brother. I will take all of those. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for everyone that voted me and supported me this whole time. It has been quite um, an ordeal and experience. Um, I, I, but I love Big Brother, and I would do it 900 times over. And I just love the real core fans who um, are not them CBS casuals and took their ass to the computer and all accessed it up. Uh, thank you for paying you $5.99 a month. Nine ninety nine. A nine ninety nine. <laughs> if we didn't want commercials. Oh, take the commercials, y'all. Um, <laughs> um, regardless, thank you everyone so much. Um, it's been an outpour of love, and I I really appreciate you guys. But you know, some of you are so sweet. People have been paypaling me money and starting GoFundMe's and. Um, I really appreciate you guys. I'm not saying I need any of those things because that my check did clear. I, I am okay. I'm not poor Jason anymore. I'm just Jason. So, um, I would like to thank all those people. I will be accepting whatever type of donations, but I actually think that, um, one of these GoFundMes that someone's sending me, I think I'm going to send it to the Jamboree. I think I'm going to equally distribute it between everyone and Whitney and like say here. So um, like I Mer love that. Merry Christmas. Because, yeah, because I'm thankful that so many people want to, you know, some people might be like, we don't care about those people. We're sending you. We like we care about you. But um, yeah, it's all good. Here's how you I was going to say I was going to tell you people are going to say that. So here's what you do. Yeah. You will take their donation and thank you very much. And yeah. then you from your own 25,000. Oh, you can't do that. You yeah. will um I will whatever that amount is <laughs> give some I get it now. Okay, it took me a minute. Jason, where can the people find you on social media? You can find me on social media at, I'm like pausing, the J Roy on Twitter, the J Roy on Snapchat, the official J Roy on the Instagram, and barely on Facebook. Half a face on Snapchat. Yeah, a half a face on Snapchat. I have, although I haven't really snapped too much since I've been home. My Snapchat's been a bit weak. Good. You just need to relax and rest, yes. Jason. And if anybody wants to find out when Jason's going to be on next, when Jason is going to do a you now, you need to follow him at those places. You need to follow us and we will fill you on. I promise you it will not be long, but we love you, everybody. Mm. Bye, fans. You bro. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Pam. B Pam BB Fanatic is the number one fan. Hey, Pam. Can't wait to speak to you, girl. And uh, BB Princess is the number two fan. Way to go, BB Princess. Congratulations, guys. All right, everybody. We will uh, be back again. Uh, we will see you soon. And you guys have a wonderful night. Bye, everybody. Bye, we'll be back. Bye. <gasps> and it's out. Hey, <laughs> just kidding. I love you. <laughs>